remember exactly when I first heard that music. It wasn't that long ago because this is a brand new release, but I was driving around, I heard it on the radio, and I literally pulled over right away to pull out my phone and look up the playlist and see what it was. And I was completely shocked because it's by Mason Bates, a composer who I think I know rather well. He was the composer in residence at the Chicago Symphony for a long time, and I listened to a lot of his releases. And this sounds completely different. It's a totally new direction for Mason. I was really excited about this music. For a long time, Bates has been very interested in translating the kind of DJ club world, the sounds that you might hear there into the orchestra or into the symphony hall. And well, personally, I've always been a little skeptical. I haven't always believed that the experiment worked. And so when I heard this music, I was just so excited. He was clearly going in a different direction. And he's inspired here by the great Argentinian writer Jorge Luis Borges. The piece is called Anthology of Imaginary Zoology, just released on the CSO Resound label. And it's a fantastic piece. We heard a short movement called Forest Twilight. I'm going to be returning to this piece a little bit later in the program, Anthology of Imaginary Zoology. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. I really was inspired by that music by Mason Bates. I think it's some of his strongest music to date. It's such a well-composed piece, and he was clearly inspired by Jorge Luis Borges, who, if you know his writings at all, what an interesting writer. He's one of the most, I mean, just pound-for-pound creative writers I've ever come across, perhaps one of the most creative writers really who's ever existed, and he has such an incredible off-kilter yet deadpan sense of humor. If, If you read his stories and don't know much about him, you might not even know if he's joking or if he's serious. But he's inspired so many composers, and he's certainly inspired Mason Bates here. And listening to that piece also inspired me as a radio host to go out and find some other composers who are inspired by the natural world. So the theme of today's program is flora and fauna. First up is a piece by composer Alexander Roskotov, who's not exactly a household name, but he is a great composer. In fact, Alfred Schnitke called him one of the most interesting composers of his generation. The piece I want to play is a piano concerto subtitled Night Butterflies. This music was inspired by a nighttime trip that Raskotov took to a butterfly greenhouse. It doesn't say much more about it in the program notes, but if you'll indulge me, I like to imagine that scene. I like to imagine that Raskotov visited this greenhouse on a dark night, maybe even a moonless night. And the greenhouse is made of glass, as they often are, and it's lit from within. And he can see the sense of incredible movement, a flurry of movement from within. As he gets closer, he realizes they're butterflies, hundreds, maybe even thousands of butterflies flitting about inside the greenhouse. Keep that image in your mind as you listen to this piece for piano and orchestra. Our soloist is Tomoko Mukayama, and he'll be performing with the Seattle Symphony, Ludovic Morlat conducting.
next music by composer Alexander Raskatov. It is a piano concerto called Night Butterflies, inspired by a nighttime visit to a butterfly greenhouse. I think it captures that quite nicely, although that second movement has almost a hint of menace in it, doesn't it? Dark music there. But the first one and the third one, Volante and Vivo Mecanico, I think have more of the flitting about that we expect of a piece inspired by butterflies. We're at the Seattle Symphony with Ludovic Morlat conducting, and our soloist was Tomoko Mukayama. I'm playing music on the program today inspired by flora and fauna. So we have here a series of musical portraits of the animal and plant kingdoms. I want to play a chamber music piece now that's, well, it's a lot of fun. It was a fun project in general. It was a project by composer and saxophonist Amos Gillespie called Paintings Composed, and he asked several composers to write music inspired by different, well, paintings, of course. And he gave them a lot of options of paintings by artists in Chicago to choose from. And what Don Freund chose was to set music inspired by a painting called There is Often No Pressure to Be a Giraffe When You Are Not One. And this project works perfectly in many ways. I was actually at the premiere. I was sitting up close to the musicians, and the painting was projected there. So I'm looking at it. It's an abstract painting. It's not real clear what it is. And about maybe three, four minutes into the piece, I realized it was a giraffe. Like, just suddenly it was super obvious. I don't know why it took that long, but suddenly it was super obvious. But the amazing thing is that Freund knew about how long it would take us to figure it out because at about the exact moment I figured out what the painting was, the music changed radically. It turned into this kind of jazzy, cutesy, fun, very melodic riff. So you won't necessarily have the painting in front of you, of course, but you'll know exactly when the giraffe will have emerged from the painting if you were looking at it. Here's the Amos Gillespie Quartet, which is comprised, by the way, of flute, clarinet, saxophone, and cello. It's kind of an unusual instrumentation. To perform, there is often no pressure to be a giraffe when you are not one. Music by Don Freund. <laughs> Thank you. 
It's a fun piece for chamber ensemble. Kind of an unusual instrumentation as well. It's flute, clarinet, saxophone, and cello. It's the Amos Gillespie Quartet. And this is a piece that they commissioned called There is Often No Pressure to Be a Giraffe When You Are Not One. Again, it's kind of an abstract painting, but the giraffe does leap out. And then once you see it, as is often the case with abstract paintings, you can't not see it. And I think it's perfect because the music changes at about the time that most people perceive what it is. This is from a project called Paintings Composed. Let's move from the animal kingdom over to the plant world. And this is a fascinating project that came out oh, probably about a year ago by Japanese composer Mamoru Fujieda. It got a lot of attention at the time, although I only got to listen to it just recently. It's called Patterns of Plants. And the pieces on this album are based on readings of the electrical activity in living plants. So when I first heard that, I definitely thought it was an interesting concept, but I wasn't sure exactly how he would realize the pieces. I assumed he would take this electrical data from the plants and then turn it into an electronic piece and maybe use that as kind of background noise. I, I wasn't sure, but no, it turns out they're actually pieces for solo piano, and they're really, really quite beautiful. So he took the data he got from the electrical activity from the plants, opened that up in his composition software, which is Max, and then used that only as a jumping-off point, because it's also important to know that Mamoru Fujieda is very much inspired by J.S. Bach, that he's a huge fan of melody. So you're going to hear all of these things, but there's also this absolutely wonderful stillness in these pieces. This is a, in my opinion, highly successful project. Here's the great pianist, also a radio host, Sarah Cahill, to perform one of the pieces from this album. It's called The Olive Branch Speaks.
movement from a series of piano pieces called Patterns of Plants, music that's based on the electrical readings of plants. Whatever electrical activity, I mean, we would almost think of it as, as brain activity, although I don't think we would say that with a plant exactly. But nonetheless, there is electrical activity in plants, and the composer, Mamoru Fujieda, has taken that and used it to inspire these pieces. But there's also, as I said before, we heard that a Baroque sensibility. You can hear a little bit of ornamentation in the melodic line. I think it's a fascinating project. We heard a piece called The Olive Branch Speaks, which is from the 19th collection, and it's Pattern A that we heard here on the program. That was Sarah Cahill, who is performing. She's a marvelously sensitive pianist. I think it's a really great project all the way around. Again, Patterns of Plants by Mamoru Fujieda. I want to play another piece now that's also highly lyrical, like the music that we just heard. This is composer Takashi Yoshimatsu. And again, you're going to hear this interest in melody and lyrical lines, what we used to call neo-romantic. But I think enough composers are doing it now that we just call it beautiful, again, like we used to in the old days, which is great. And I was researching this composer, Yoshimatsu, and it turns out that in addition to writing concert works, he also writes a lot of music for Japanese television, especially Japanimation, as we call it. I shouldn't say that. I think it's not a bad word, but just in case. He writes a lot of works for Japanese television, especially animated features that are inspired by manga. And as you may know, manga is a worldwide phenomenon. So I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, wow, a lot of people have heard his music. That's absolutely fantastic. Well, a lot more will hear it now, which is great too. Let's hear the piece, And Birds Are Still. This is Manchester Camerata, led by Sachio Fujioka. Music of Takashi Yoshimatsu.
music for the string orchestra, somewhat reminiscent of Adagio for strings, but doesn't have that slow build that Samuel Barber has in the Adagio, but it still has this kind of concentrated intensity and wonderful, beautiful writing for the string orchestra. It's music by Takashi Yoshimatsu, and birds are still, it is in the form of a question. We're the Manchester Camerata, and the conductor was Sachio Fujioka. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. On today's program, I'm playing a lot of music inspired by flora and fauna, sounds of the natural world translated to the concert hall. To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit us at relevanttones.com. I'm playing music today inspired by flora and fauna. It's a great excuse to play an eclectic selection of music for you by a lot of different composers, having a lot of fun with the theme. I'm going to play music now by Tobias Picker. It's called Invisible Lilacs. I was intrigued by the title right away. Maybe you were too. So I'm going to read to you what inspired it. It's actually from a line in Proust, which goes like this. When on a summer evening, the melodious sky growls like a tawny lion and everyone is complaining of the storm... It is the memory of the Mesoglis way that makes me stand alone in ecstasy, inhaling through the noise of the falling rain, the lingering scent of invisible lilacs. That's beautiful. That beautiful line led to a three-movement work by Tobias Picker. And they're quite interesting. The first is marked fast, the second is a slow movement, and the third is marked very fast. And that's the one I'm going to play for you now. Here are members of the Tobias Picker Ensemble. We're going to hear Kier Gogwilt, violin, and Nathaniel Lanasa, piano. Very fast movement from Invisible Lilacs. Thank you. 
That's music by Tobias Picker. It's called Very Fast. I think that fit the bill. I think that says it exactly. It's from a larger work called Invisible Lilacs, inspired by a line in Proust. And we heard Kier Gogwilt on violin and Nathaniel Lanasa, piano, who are members of the Tobias Picker Ensemble. So this is a composer who has created his own ensemble to help get his music out there. This is something that's becoming more and more common. I'm playing music on the program today inspired by flora and fauna. And this whole idea for the program came from when I heard a piece by Mason Bates just driving in my car and this wonderful music came on and I had to pull over and find out what it was. So we're going to return to that piece now. It's called Anthology of Fantastic Zoology inspired by the great writer Jorge Luis Borges. I opened up the program today with just a little hint of the piece. So let's pick it up right there and we're going to hear about 13 minutes of it. The piece itself is over 30 minutes long, so we won't be able to hear the whole thing, but it's a marvelous work for orchestra. Again, a brand new release on the Chicago Symphony Orchestra label. Here they are, led by the wonderful Ricardo Muti, to perform an excerpt of Anthology of Fantastic Zoology by Mason Bates. Thank you. 
This music inspired by a whole menagerie of fantastic creatures. In fact, it's called Anthology of Fantastic Zoology, a reference to a great story by Jorge Luis Borges. It's a wonderful new work for orchestra by composer Mason Bates. And what a performance, too. The Chicago Symphony Orchestra giving it their all. Such a fine orchestra led there by Ricardo Muti. Some of the fantastical animals that we're hearing are a sprite, a nymph, a griffin, the sirens, a lot of things here to spark the imagination of composer Mason Bates. I think it's a great way to round out the program today. Music inspired by flora and fauna. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis, with special thanks to our intern, B. Aldrich, and additional production help provided by Greg Broderick. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bosted from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago.